What does it take to create something that never existed before? What does it take to challenge the status quo? What does it take to change the world? This is the Swell Podcast. We're passionate about the seed of an idea and how it swells into a movement. Take a journey with us as we seek the answers to those three questions through the stories of thought leaders, world builders, game changers, disruptors, and other pleasantly rebellious humans who've ventured out into the unknown on a personal journey to do something novel, innovative, creative, or disruptive. Today marks a very special milestone for the Swell Pod. It is our final episode of season one. In this episode, Spencer and I share all of our memories, takeaways, highlights, and lowlights as we reminisce on all of the incredible guests and the conversations that we had. And stick around until the end because we have some special news about a giveaway to commemorate our first season, and then we drop some little hints about our upcoming guests for season two. And it's big. Be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast, sign up to our newsletter at theswellpod.com, and get in on the conversation through all of the major socials at The Swell Pod. Our first season is made in partnership with Kiln. Kiln provides flex office space solutions for teams and individuals. Their all-inclusive set of amenities helps startups, creatives, and entrepreneurs alike get work done. Learn more about Kiln at kiln.co. Thanks for tuning in. We hope you enjoy. All righty. Let's do it. (laughs) Oh, okay. Well, look, hey, welcome to the wrap-up podcast episode for the Swell Pod. Josh, are you ready for this? I think so. Yeah, I think so. Are you? Are you ready? It's been a, it's been a long it's been a long journey to get here, but yeah, are you ready? <laughs> oh yeah. Well, I'm I'll never be ready, but 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 here we are and uh I think the journey's been interesting and uh yeah, it's been a great journey. Yeah. And so, you know, ideally I think through through this episode, I don't know. I think, you know, our intention is to potentially just you and I talk about talk about the episodes for season one, you know, t- uh, our takeaways, our, the, you know, some of our favorite moments, the guests, but, uh, you know, maybe even looking at some of the some of the patterns and parallels that we've seen, um, you know, when it comes back to those those three questions, you know, what does it take to create something that never existed before, challenge the status quo and change the world? Um, so where, where, where do we start? Where do you want to start Spencer? What was, what was your, what was your, what was your favorite moment of season one? Let's start, let's start there. (laughs) Um, oh, that's a good question. Um, but yeah, no, I'm excited going through loads of these different things. I think we've got a few different announcements to make later on. I'll just remember that something to announce. Um, I think our listeners are going to love and uh, maybe also even possibly some hints towards season two. Um, mm. uh, but yeah, no, okay. I'm trying to d- distract myself from the question. So yeah, you're, you're dodging. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh my goodness. Uh, where do we begin? Um, favorite thing? I think just, I think seeing it just, just meeting the various different you know, guests and learning from them has been just a, a highlight. You know, I find myself thinking about what the conversations were. Um, and, but the highlight, I would say, <laughs> I don't know, maybe there's not a right or wrong answer, but I love Nate, uh, you know, playing his guitar 
and uh, maybe in the future we'll have guests sharing their talents more often but um no i mean i don't know that's that came to my mind um well how about you yeah that's it's odd because i was thinking the same thing that it was the moment that nate decided to bring out the guitar just to close us out which was crazy because you know for those that don't know we we kicked off our journey into recording these episodes you know, we did three episodes in a single day and Nate was our second guest in, in, in one day. And we had just had a great conversation with, with Brendan Dawes and then Nate, and then we did Steve Clayton right after that. And it was so crazy. It was like, it felt like everything was just flowing so naturally. And the fact that Nate was like, yeah, let me bring out the guitar. We'll close it out with a song. I was like, man, if every episode could just flow as naturally and <laughs> as as this did i think we were hoping that other people would would um you know close us out with some sort of musical rendition or or hidden talent you know i don't i don't know but it was it was awesome yeah yeah well maybe i think we said we'd we'd have nate again uh we'd have all of our guests on, on again but nate um you know his journey of what he's gonna build uh i think we should have him back maybe it's a second song in his album from the swell mm -hmm. pod um but it, yeah we do i love the idea of having our guests share their talents and and, and and that's actually something you know one of our announcements is you know utilizing those talents uh our guests uh that it just brings things to life a little bit. I, I think other there's highlights from every every episode, and we're going to talk through that. But I love I love hearing Sarah Jones talk about your grandma. Oh no, not your grandma. Mm. Sorry, no, was it your grandma? Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it just it was just an awesome kind of moment. Um, Matthew Levitt just took the connection between the uh the rocky the rocky was just yeah. it was unplanned uh, as like most of our things are unplanned but the rocky analogy if our listeners haven't heard about it then they should go and listen to that episode um and yeah i don't know all sorts of all sorts of good stuff that rocky one was like i look back at that one as like the the best improvised version of 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 like a really well structured story you know we started with rocky and we ended with rocky and there were little examples throughout <laughs> yeah. like i was really i was really happy about that one um well but funny enough oh yeah yeah it's the typical thing i do to you though josh uh, you know hey there's some analogy here i'm sure there's some connection and then you do the work you and Matt put together <laughs> no. the, the the reasons why that analogy w worked. <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah, it was so good. I love that, and and even going back to there were just so many incredible moments that I don't know that I just wouldn't have expected. Even going back to that um, that comment about my grandmother. Um, funny enough, so she actually sent my grandmother listened to that episode. She listened to all of them and she'll usually write like a Facebook comment or something on, you know, to me. Um, but she sent a, a letter both to Sarah and myself and uh, Sarah shared it with me. It was, it was, it was pretty cool. But yeah, I think my grandmother's a big fan of Sarah's and uh, yeah, so it was a cool little moment. I actually have it uh, right here. This is, uh, I, I know oh, keep it see. there, but that's, that's the letter that she, little lighthouse on the front, but she sent that to me after that That's Sarah perfect. Jones episode. Yeah, that's awesome. But and, and and there are other, 
There are other, we could, we could just do half an hour on the highlights, but you know, you, you know, one of our guests, um, yeah. sent, sent both of us a book that made a difference in, in, in your life, in my life, uh, in different ways. Um, mm-hmm. that book was, uh, is that on your shelf somewhere there probably as well? Uh, if I'm you're watching sure on is. YouTube, uh, but it's, uh, the, uh, the crossroads between, between should, and should and must is somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, yeah great, I wasn't great, prepared for that. A great, beautiful book, uh, beautifully illustrated book as well. Um, but yeah, and I, I even think of Greg um, doing a little a bit of an intervention about essentialism with you, and then th- then you had to leave because you had commitments with your own son that was about <laughs> the, the intervention. And so our sponsor, uh, Kiln, the CEO for Kiln, uh, Arian Lewis, stood in and uh and carried on the conversation had a great conversation with greg but yeah i don't know all of those things do we talk about highlights and then do we talk about was, all the low lights now <laughs> or do we, we maybe should, that's not necessary we talk about low lights yeah no but we we yeah right after this I, I think yeah we'll go into the low lights and like what did we learn and you know what what struggles did we have going through this you know but i i do want to touch on that that book and and greg and because mm. i yeah for me it was interesting because I think one of the, it was, it was interesting how often purpose came through in all of the episodes. I, th- I think purpose. And then there was, mm-hmm. there was an, also another parallel around voice, but purpose was uh, yeah. incredibly interesting. And, you know, um, it was, it was M who talked a lot about resiliency and, and kind of doing difficult things on purpose to build up that resiliency. And, and there was just something about that, that, you know, for some reason she she sent us that book which is all about the you know the crossroads between should and must and must being you know the thing that you should be doing like or you must be doing it's 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 kind of related back to your purpose and i remember i got that book we got that book on the same on the same day uh we did the episode with your brother greg Mm -hmm. who did that personal intervention and essentialist intervention. And we talked a lot about purpose and we talked a lot about me, like my purpose specifically, and to get home, open up this box that had that book in it. It was this weird coming together of the, this idea of purpose, I think. And that only would have happened through, through the podcast. And it was interesting because M said, she said to us, she's like, you know, just don't wait, don't wait, read it now. You know, and she was, I was like, okay, I've never immediately gotten a book and read it, but it stuck with me. And I, she was like, it only takes an hour and a half. And and I read it. And yeah, there was something about that day. It was just like a lot of different things, a lot of different emotions and a lot of different, I would say seeds, right? The thing that we talk about, it's like this, there was, for me, that was the day that some sort of a seed was planted that went back to you know, what is my must? What is my purpose? And and it, it caused a lot of really great reflection and a lot of great thoughts. But by far, like, I think for me, that was the most impactful, the most impactful series of events that only would have came out because of the, us doing this podcast together. And like, I really appreciated that. So it was really cool. Yeah, That's interesting. That just the way you know, this, we, we were doing this for ourselves and we, yeah. Yes, uh, we're also doing it for our guests to be able to listen and, 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 and allow them to be able to share who they are and what they've what their lessons are. But um, it's really for ourselves. And if it wasn't, you know, 
it, it wouldn't be worth it. <laughs> uh, so uh, can we be curious? <laughs> and, can we be curious yeah. enough? But of course, for our listeners as well, and we've got some incredible feedback. Um, and, 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 and actually, we haven't talked about that, but a lot of listeners, uh, more listeners mm. than we thought, um, running to the thousands now. So, uh, you know, that's been a real highlight to hear people's, um, you know, honest feedback, the positives, as well as good feedback. I mean, we, we're getting constructive feedback. We want it. Um, we want to grow uh, with along with our along with our listeners. Um, I, I actually think of, you know, the seed being something that is is important. And then I, I think everyone, probably everyone talked about how they didn't plan any of their things they were doing like ahead of the time. Hey, I'm going to go and build, you know, this next 15 mm. year plan. You know, if you, if you look at Brendan and, and, um, and Nate, uh, and, Steve Clayton, uh, and M even, I mean, there were things that happened in their life. They would have never planned like either failures situations, uh, that, 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 that were failures that then led them to uh, a better solution or just avenues that they took that they could have never planned that that would end up reaching to a point where they can actually have, you know, what they need to, 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 to be successful with, you know, the, the, their passion or their, their purpose. So that was, you know, it's the same thing, same old thing really about looking back and seeing how some of those seeds, you know, ended up um, connecting to future opportunities. But yeah, that was really cool. Yeah. No, I love that. I love that takeaway. And it goes back to like, yeah, just how much you can plan versus I think how much you can, you know, have to be okay iterating and, and being flexible and adaptable in the moment. Like you may have some sort of idea about what you want to do, but you know, as far as innovation, like at least what we've seen is that you might have some sort of plan, but it's, it's at the moments when something completely unexpected comes out of nowhere or like going back to, um, just a couple different episodes, actually, like, uh, two business models coming together, right. To form something that actually becomes something new. And, and it's those unexpected moments where you could have never planned for that, but as a result, something much better than you could have expected came from it. And I don't know, um, maybe that's a, so that, that, you know, that was an example from Matthew Levitt, but you know, maybe that's an, that's a good that's segue right. into the things that, the things that didn't go so well, right. The things that maybe we planned on and just things just didn't go our way, uh, or things were maybe more difficult than we expected. Yeah. Like what was, what was the hardest part about doing this podcast uh for you or this season one <laughs> I th well i mean i laugh because first of all the hardest thing was to do the intro episode uh, <laughs> yeah yeah and and bear in mind we've already you know touched well i don't know what we touched on there around the things we've learned you know back uh, when we did the intro which we'd already finished the interviews but um yeah, that was challenging because it was about trying, you know, not to be real and and uh, what's the word? You know, I don't know if it's authentic, but it's it's we were trying to pretend mm. something hadn't happened when it had, and and so that's just a nice reminder to us. Um, I don't know. Um, I liked uh, what went wrong. I don't know. What did we learn? Um, 
because we, we we're also starting to you know look at future guests and and we've actually mm-hmm. interviewed one already and so we're starting to look at how do we have better conversations um that are conversational between all the guests as well as us as co-hosts that's a challenge isn't it you know are we it's one way one way kind of backwards and forwards with the interview or are we having a conversation between the three of us and so that's something that i think we we haven't mastered and we'd like to get better at it more natural at it uh, going forward yeah yeah that's a great point i think uh that's our yeah that's the sweet spot right that i think we're shooting for is is we've always wanted it to feel explorative as if we're just you know three people sometimes four people having a conversation that could go anywhere as long as we find it interesting and along along our guests storyline but um it, it's always tough because yeah i think we we get stuck um too much in the interview mode i think and and less conversational mode and and sometimes yeah like yeah i i think i think you've done a really great job though like you you started doing this thing about i think it was maybe halfway through where it was like you'd start to ask this question about okay we can go two different ways here you know we can go in this direction or we can go in this direction and i love that i think it just gives us the opportunity in the moment to pivot if we want to uh or or not if we don't and i thought that was a that was a really cool kind of little little change but i think we have a lot that we're continuing to strive for just to make it really really you know just super conversational. Um, and that's one of, that's one of the funny things that we, I know we heard is like, uh, one of the pieces of feedback is, you know, we, we wanted to hear more, more of you, more, more of you, Spencer, and more of you, Josh. And, and we just wanted to, to get to know mm-hmm. you guys a little bit more. And I don't know, maybe we can act on that. Like we've talked about it a little bit, but, um, that was an interesting piece of feedback, you know? Yeah, it was. Yeah. I like, I like that. Um, it's a matter of extra, you know, a little bit more intentionality there. Maybe having a few minutes before the guest comes in, uh, forget for series two where we where we talk a little bit more, um, or maybe a separate mini episode between guests where we where we um, have a have a conversation, um, and then I think the other feedback probably that I agree with is just, we, we, um, I think we've always assumed that we knew like every, we, we know the guests or we've learned about the guest. And so we assume that our listeners know what we know. <laughs> um, and you have to be more intentional to be able to <clears throat> give that insight or say for our listeners, uh, let me explain a little bit more about um, this individual's viewpoint or, or whatever it might be. So we're gonna we're gonna try to do something about that consistently for for series two. Um, we've heard people say, yeah, you know, I, I know that you know, uh, but I don't. So you, you know, it's a it's a really good valid piece of feedback. Yeah, yeah, I know. For me, like, um, it's been it's been really cool hearing the feedback, and and I think hearing you know where we can improve and, and what people even are, are enjoying, you know? Um, cause I think that there's a lot of, I don't know, there's a lot of hesitation. I think when you put yourself out there, the way, the, the way that we've tried to do recently. Right. And I remember, you know, while we're cutting these episodes, well, not cutting these episodes, but rewatching these episodes, I would say. And it was, for me, it was really tough. I think just like, that was the heart, like that was the hardest point for me is rewatching these episodes. And, 
and hearing myself fumble, trying to find the question that I'm trying to say or trying to ask. And, mm. um, but yeah, I mean, what, what it did shine, shine through for me though, is like, um, you know, there were just certain moments that I missed, which I thought was awesome. So like, I, I, w I was able to re-listen to like some of the questions that you asked and, and like, there were some really great questions, but they, even then specifically, like when I missed the, had to miss the end of your brother's episode, you know, and I got to hear Arian, you know, really drill into, I think what he's really passionate about and what the members of Kiln are really passionate about. I mean, that was, that was awesome. Mm -hmm. He was, I think some of his questions were so good. Um, and, and yeah, it was just supernatural for him, but yeah. It was interesting. Yeah, uh, yeah. Any, I, I like that. Any, um, what? Um, well, yeah. I mean, I think um, I'm not. This sounds like an hour feedback discussion, uh, but I think <laughs> yeah. next ne yeah. ne ne next series, you know, what we didn't do, and I'm not sure if we mentioned this in the intro, but we never asked people specifically a question mm. question around. What you know? What your advice would be to uh, about how to challenge the status quo or to uh, create something from nothing? And we might play with that, might we? Um, where we we start asking that and having that as a common, not all three questions necessarily, but but uh, but a common questions through each episode, so that we can, uh, yeah, just maybe pull those together and be interested in what they would really advise. Um, I, hopefully, people found and advice coming through without us asking the specific question but i think we could probably do that next time what what feedback did you have from like what was your most common piece of negative or constructive feedback from your family mm. <laughs> i can tell you what mine was <laughs> i'll just i'll just say really quickly i think it was interesting because i uh the most common piece of feedback was I think you kind of already touched on them was I want to know a little bit more about the guest right at the beginning. And I want to know more about you guys as hosts, you know, and I think, I think part of it also went back to, um, one of the best pieces of feedback that I think I got was that sometimes we can, we can get so into just asking this, asking the questions that I think we, that we come across very similar, but yet we have, we have, we have real differences, you and I, you know, and, to really lean into those differences and mm. to, to really, um, be our own people that, you know, certain people will, will fall in love with one person or certain people will fall in love with the other person, but then they've got somebody that they, they can really, you know, um, latch yeah. onto, you know, and, and watch and listen to the show for. So I thought that that was a really great piece of feedback. Shout out to my sister, Sammy. Um, well, yeah. well, what about, what well, about you? Was, well, as long as we can have like a, who, who, <laughs> Who have you fallen in love with? Tally and league table. <laughs> I'm okay with that. I would lose by far. Every like people, people definitely like you a lot. So I would, I would lose that tally. But I'll do it. Uh, I don't know. It. I've seen, <laughs> I've seen, I've seen some of the comments, and and maybe uh, it's your mom or your grandma. But it's my mom for sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, your sister was good because she ended up what traveling like seven hours road trip and listen to all the episodes because because that's the a very good way of uh getting some you know clear feedback and uh, probably being sick of our voices by the end of it but um that that, that, that was good so no i don't think i have anything else on that on that front um uh yeah no i mean i was always concerned about the length um 
you know, is 45 minutes an hour about right when we start going over? Is that okay? And that's the type of feedback I get. But that's that's from family members that don't listen to long, longer episodes. I think we've had some really good feedback about how, um, you know, they don't. There are certain people that don't usually listen to long ones, but actually, the more they listen to it, they they then just carry on listening and, and really get some golden nuggets and of information and insights toward you know could be at the end it could be in the middle but but they, they all in all it's it was it's really really great for them yeah yeah well let's talk about just uh to round this round it out a little bit let's just talk about you know some of the some of the guests or some of the episodes that we haven't talked about yet like um for instance dj dolph you want to talk about that for a couple minutes talk about his episode talk about you know, kind of maybe what you enjoyed about, about that episode or, or your, you know, was there maybe a takeaway that you would take away, uh, from that, uh, from our conversation? Yeah. 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 I think so. I mean, that's a, it's an interesting one. Um, it may come back to, you know, how, when we, if we'd had a discussion just before and, you know, why, why did we interview, why did we have him as a guest and really kind of have that short discussion for two or three minutes? Um, that would have been good because, yeah. because was it just a DJ we were interviewing? Just, just, you know, we, um, you know, this is a very well known, uh, successful, you know, talented DJ. It wasn't just any old DJ. Um, but to, I, I think my takeaway from there was just the, the one, the one thing that comes to my mind right now, I'm sure you have something a little bit more compelling, um, is, is just, we use all of our senses. We should be able to use all of our senses um, to to kind of read our audience, to read our customers, to 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 create um, the feeling and and the emotional kind of momentum that we need for just about all meaningful work uh, that, that that's happening, and so it was just a reminder to me that he, you know, a DJ that's having thousands and thousands of people respond in, in a, in a, you know, united way where they're moving pretty much to the beat together in different ways, uh, where just, just the importance of kind of using that sense in that instance, it's actually, well, lots of different things, but one of them is just listening and hearing, and watching and observing all of those things can be applied. It doesn't have to be in a product sense and a product interview with the customer. It can be a, you know, a DJ and it could be mixing and mixing and matching some of those things. You know, uh, I, I don't know if this is making sense, but, but pull Absolutely, together yeah. something in a workplace or, or, or a community, um, you're still using those senses to do that, but you might actually use music to, to help drive the, the momentum, the swell, the, the, the movement that you're trying to achieve. Um, and you, and that, what that, you know, that episode could be very important just in that one instance. But yeah, I think of senses, we've got lots of different things we can do to bring the feeling that we need to what we do. Well, how about you? What, what was the one thing that stuck out for you from him? Yeah, for sure. I, I think you hit at it exactly. And, you know, just to retouch on, I think, why we had him on, you know, thinking about the idea of creating something that never existed before. And up until that point, we had had, 
you know, um, various different people talk about two things coming together to create something new. And, and we looked at DJ Dolph, you know, being able to do that on a, on a second by second basis as he, as he, as he mixes his tracks, creates tricks. And I think, you know, the idea of, um, over investing almost, I think in the idea of the emotional connection or the feeling, right. Is something that we, we really kind of lean into, but you know, when, when you look at it outside of the music industry, you're outside of like what you were just saying, you know, with it, within your business, within your culture, within your, your brand, within your, whatever it is, it's like, you know, how can you take away that idea of senses or that idea of feeling? Like, I remember he said something along the lines of like, it's not about the music for, for me, it's about the feeling and the music is just a vehicle for him. And even like, I think the, he even mentions it in that episode. He's like, I think we were like 30 minutes in and we're like, we haven't even talked about the music yet. Cause we were talking about how he had positioned a DJ booth outside of a window in park city to, to draw people in. Cause he was setting the right, the right idea for what the experience might be and creating curiosity and, mm-hmm. and intrigue. And I thought that was fascinating. So, yeah, I think, um, there was one other thing, but it, it's, it's, it's escaping me now, but, um, yeah, just fascinating. What about, what about, uh, any, anybody else that you want to call out? I think uh, out of the episodes that we haven't necessarily talked about mm. yet. Mm. So we've got, we've got Mariah and Brent yeah. and we've got Bro- Mohan. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking of, I was thinking of Brendan, um, so many good things in there, but I, I connected to what we just talked about was, was the, I mean, I suppose it was the feeling again, like how do you build yeah. out a, uh, he was doing an Airbnb, um, uh, what would you call oh, yeah. it? Um, uh, a, a, this art display of of stories that would be printed on these individually three uh, D printed printers, um, and just the aesthetic and the beauty of it, and the simplicity of it, and the feeling of it. And if you change certain, you know if you discount and discredit certain things like someone did right where they didn't put a button <laughs> on one of on the next time he did that exhibition and it took away that from the feeling so yeah do, you know i just think they've said very similar things in regards to placing the feeling that you're trying to get as a as a probably the the top priority as you want to you know create momentum and movement and 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 try to create something from nothing it's the feeling it's the purpose behind it yeah what what yeah that brings up an interesting point maybe we can just talk about for a second was how often we found curiosity um especially with the artists that we had on but i would also say a lot of the so even even if I just bridge away from just the conventional idea of, of artist, but into the design spectrum and the human experience mm-hmm. or user experience side of things mm-hmm. as well. But I mean, I think about the quotes that we posted on Instagram, at least a couple of them talk about curiosity and, and going back to Brendan and, and DJ Dolph and Gil, you know, um, and I'm sure in Nate and Mariah as well, there's a lot about curiosity and asking the right questions. And, and yeah, I don't know what... Is there anything that you take away that that maybe can be useful to anybody? I guess the way that the way that people embrace that curiosity. I guess because it was interesting for me just thinking about it from the artist the artist point of view. It's like Brendan specifically, just to put a put a bow on this question. I guess was like he talks about my res- my responsibility isn't uh, to give you an answer or something like that. It's to leave you with a question. I think is some I'm, I'm badly paraphrasing, but it was something like that. 
and that's you know what he was what he was shooting for um yeah yeah what do you think about that um yeah i'm not sure uh how to answer it other than you know uh curiosity yes i think that that came through on on many or most of most of our guests and the importance of I think if Nate well said something similar, didn't he? He said, you know, all of our answers, all mm. of our answers are found in questions, and I, I yeah, that, and that's just I love that. I mean, I just know that's true. It's like it's yeah. like I just hadn't heard of it said said in that way, but it encourages you to. And Mariah, of course, is a you know an expert at, at making sure you're you're casting side. Um, you know, the, the, your biases or the things you want uh, and really trying to figure out, you know, through questions um, and, and, you know, what p potentially those, the, you know, those, those insights are that you don't yet know about. And so put some trust in, in your, your gut curiosity or your intentional curiosity of just, exploring avenues uh to to find maybe quick solution well sorry finding the you know things you you didn't expect to find as well as maybe finding other other things that you uh, would have never found if you hadn't have gone down that route of curiosity and questions questioning um were there specifics people that we talked to that had some of those kind of lessons learned um i'm trying to think now I mean, I think of Gil, uh, in a way, Gil, although he has plans to build you know, and uh, companies and, and do other things, he had those questions. Well, what, what if, what if I explored the avenue of, of doing art and, and, and building out um, a studio uh, just for now and just seeing where that will take it? And that's a different, slightly different lesson learned, really, because or the thing I liked about that was because he he said uh, he'll always he'll always going to he's always going to be doing that. It's no, it might not be his primary day to day business, but he's always going to have that for the next rest of his life. So to to that last point that you made about about curiosity and questioning, and and I think it, it even ties really well back to to what we were talking about earlier, which is this idea of like you can have a plan, although you know. <laughs> When you have the right questions and you're asking the right questions and you have enough curiosity or cultivating enough curiosity, it can it can lead you to unexpected things. And and so if I was just to bring it back to the podcast is so we've talked about, you know, the the best thing that happened or 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 some of the some of the some of the not so great things that happened and some of the feedback, but maybe and if this is covered in the best, we you know, I don't know, maybe maybe we can find something else for it. But what mm -hmm. was there anything out of maybe one thing was there, and this can go to our interview with guests or it can go to, into the production side of it. Mm. Is there anything mm. that was unexpected maybe throughout this whole process? Anything that stands out as being like an unexpected delight or an unexpected uh, horrible thing, you know? What was, what? anything that was like really unexpected that happened? <laughs> <laughs> um, That's a tough question, I, I know. Unexpected. Um, yeah. I mean, I can tell you what it made me think of, which is nothing to do with really unexpected, other than the fact that through the, I'm going to say it anyway, just buy me some time here, but um, yeah. <laughs> grit 
like the grit that these individuals demonstrated, like as a start, like I think of Brent and I think of definitely Matt and, 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 and all of them to just get something off the ground um, and to drive forward. Right. I think that, 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 anyway, it's just, I don't know, that's probably just another thing that, you know, that, that came through is that, when when you when you follow you you know your instincts you got feel you have a really clear purpose um you're going to fail you're going to hit roadblocks all the time and it's just a matter of being able to pick you know how you approach those and how you overcome them and i think uh, matt's story really got that across to me um how could it not? We talked about Rocky half the time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, that's a great point. Yeah, yeah, but um, unexpected. I don't. I. I mean, I think the book, you know, in the post, uh, mm. unexpected. Has it led to conversations? Uh, yes, but I need to think of what which ones they were. Conversations and and new opportunities. Um, but I don't know. Um, yeah, and maybe I have to cut this one out. <laughs> I can't think. No, I thought that I. I like that. I like it. I think, yeah. I mean, there's no, there's no wrong answer for that. I don't think. Right. And I don't know. It felt, it felt like for me, um, you know, thinking about all the work that it took to right. do this, like we, I think we had to have, we, we had to have a little bit of grit and I think we had to have, um, I don't know, a little bit of patience too. You especially, I think, had a lot of patience for me because I think there were definitely times where I was getting frustrated. But oh, the no. amount of work that went into this thing, unexpected yeah. for sure for me. Yeah, this is an advert for never do a podcast unless you really, really, really <laughs> want to. Um, yeah, that there is some. Ex yeah, yeah that, that's a really good point, though. Um, you know, I think one of the reasons why the podcast is now a, a really they're doing so really well on some of the um, the leagues in some of the countries, some of the you know main mm. the biggest countries. Um, it's because a lot of podcasts don't actually carry on after their third or fourth episode. <laughs> so, if you want to be <laughs> successful, you've got to at least carry on going because that gets you past like thousands, apparently thousands upon thousands of podcasts that start but never um, actually carry on. And so, uh, but, but yeah, no, I, I mean, I think it's, um, yeah, we've had to be patient, haven't we? Because there are other things that we, we do, uh, with our time <laughs> and there are other, uh, uh, you know, other things we, we, we're, we're working on. And of course this was really, um, a, a big piece of work that, um, that maybe pulled us away from some of those things. Uh, and this, this became the priority. Um, even though there were some yeah. things that are a little bit higher in priority, probably. Um, so, you know, but, but because you know, for us, I think we had a purpose um, and we believed in the curiosity and our guests and future guests um, and our listeners and our sponsor, you know, we, we kept on going, but we, you know, we've learned to, to be more efficient. Um, we've got people working with, with the team um, and it's going to be, you know, I think we'll be able to focus season two much more on just the guest interview and a lot less about, you know, the, the logistics and the editing and the social, you know, and the, and the branding, all those good things. 
um, we'll be able yeah. to focus on the, you know, getting better and better at, at the, at the interviews. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think uh, one of the other things that I think was interesting for me is like, it, I guess it's interesting because I still am, am thinking about this question. Like, I don't think I have an answer out of, out of our episodes, but it's, I've, I've had this question since early on in the process. And I think maybe even a little bit before, but I think it went back to one of the parallels, you know, from this, at least for me was, was the idea of voice, you know, mm. and, you know, when we're talking, when we, when we're talking to businesses or CEOs or, or founders and entrepreneurs, voice is something different than, than what, it, what, it, what Gil might talk about voice as, right. You know, Gil talks about when he's doing his art, he's like, I'm not, I'm not putting, I'm not, I'm not putting a product out for customers to use. You know, I'm, I'm putting myself into this thing. And at the end of the day, like it, that it, I'm putting like it, that's, that's a really vulnerable thing. But, you know, so when, 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 when we talk about voice with Gil, it's a lot about his own personal voice. That's what's really important. But when you talk about voice with like a, a, a founder or, or an entrepreneur, a lot of it kind of goes back to, so one is, one is what I want to say. And then the other one is kind of like what I think my customers need to hear in a sense, I would say is, mm. is kind of how your voice is directed and a good, a good split, which is interesting to me was actually DJ Dolph because there, he has his own tastes and his own influences, right. That I think become his voice and becomes, you know, he called them his tricks. Um, but at the same time, he talks about how at the beginning he has to start them from a place that's familiar, right? Which is kind of giving them what they need, I guess, in a sense, right? He can't go and start playing songs that 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 would maybe fall under a category of his voice or his favorite kinds of music, right? It's like I have to give my audience or my customers or whatever what 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 they expect and what they want, and then I can slowly take them take them to a place that's unfamiliar or, or new, and hmm. I guess I like. For me, it's still a question of like, how do you continue to find that right balance of of when is it good to, you know, when is it good to be authentically yourself and have your own voice versus you know when when do you have to fall on the other side of that spectrum and and compromise on that part of it to give people what they need and what they want? You know, we've had discussions about this a little bit, but it's interesting to me. Yeah, no, I li I like that. Um, I'm not sure if you really answer looking for an answer, but my my no, initial answer my, 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 my initial answer is just you know you first prioritize your own voice um, mm. and your own identity because I think it's very closely linked identity and, and voice uh, and then and then using that curiosity you go find other people's um, voice and needs and problems and you 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 kind of t you know go between the two really um to to deliver the most value you can i'm not sure if that was too cryptic but you were looking for an answer no anyway. i thought it was great <laughs> yeah i um, love that but yeah I, I so i mean i want to be able to say hey, okay okay josh so you've got the answers now we've asked four questions well we didn't actually ask the questions but we we had those as a pursuit to answer those four questions do you have do you have definitive mm. answers <laughs> what does it take to create something that never existed before mm. oh man that's what we should have talked about like can we can we before we go into that i love i love that idea of the questions but can we talk about that one for just a second because mm -hmm. i thought that that was a really interesting point that we could probably talk about for an hour what does it take to create something that never existed before yeah. um which started a little 
not even a debate, but your sister had a really great comment on, on social media about that. I don't remember if you know, remember what the comment was, but if, if you, if you, if you do, could you restate it for anybody that's listening? Yeah, well, I'd have to find it, but no, I, I mean, in essence, she was saying, and she was being very polite about it. <laughs> She's like, well, I'm not mm -hmm. actually sure if that's really possible, Spencer. Um, uh, you know, is it really possible to create something from nothing? You know, it, because because there isn't nothing, right? The world is full of things. Um, but yeah, you answered, I think. So I don't know if you, did I do it justice at all, what she said? No, yeah, I think so. I I think um, it's an interesting thing, I guess, right? Like, can you create something that never existed before? I guess, I mean, because from from her point of view, she's an artist, right? And if I if I if I look at it through that through that lens, it's like you know. And I think Nate even talked about this, which is so fascinating. He talks about us being a collection of all the experiences that we've that we've mm -hmm. had in our lives, right? And and there was a moment for him where he became uniquely Nate. Um, but if I bring that back around, it was like, you know, at, from an artist's point of view, it's a, it's a really difficult thing when you start to think about creating something original, right? Because as you start to get into that, that, that creative space, it's like, well, this has been done before. This idea has been done before. This idea has right. been done before. You know, it's like, um, so the argument is like, you know, tech, can, could it be possible that everything is, is, is unoriginal because everything is influenced by what you've already experienced, you know? And, and, and so like, there's this idea that you can look at, you can look at the world or, or look at creativity in a couple different ways. And one is that, and, and it's purely a mindset trick, I would say, is that, you know, you can look at something as, um, some, some creative pursuit or, or, or entrepreneurial pursuit, right? This idea that, you know, nothing is original, um, or, or everything is, you know, it's one or the other, just kind of pick mm -hmm. one and, and move forward. Um, I, t I tend to lean on the, uh, on the, everything is original because I, I, I think my reasoning is that, you know, if I'm influenced by all these things that I've collectively experienced, it's, it's in my, I could say my curation where I'm, where things are coming together, these various different experiences that create something, that, that is unique, that probably is flavored by my voice or my identity or my style yeah. that becomes its own blend of, of, of new, I guess, even though it might be a take on something else, I guess. But I, I see it both ways too. Um, mm, mm. From a writer's perspective, like a storyteller's perspective or a writer's perspective, I think it's like, if I can just choose one, all of a sudden writer's block becomes much less of a thing. You know, it's like, I don't have to worry about things being original. And what I have to worry about is what's interesting to me. Um, yeah. Which yeah, because you're, because you're, yeah, I like I like the way you describe that, and I like the debate um, actually around yeah. that subject. But um, but clearly, when you when you mash things together, you know that's where stuff gets really uniquely uniquely different. And and also, you know, can you create? Can you like uh, you as an individual? You know, if you ha if you don't create <laughs> the thing that you're inspired to do, uh, then then there will be nothing. You know, you you won't have anything to show. Mm. There'll be nothing to show. Um, and so, you know, clearly, we have to just move and create to create anything. Um, but yeah, that what you're starting with is is yeah, you, you, it's pretty exciting. It's anything in the world, everything in the world, your likes, your 
you know, wherever you're curious, people that have done things before in the past, uh, you know, uh, I don't know, it, it gets you, it gets me excited about how you can mash those things together and make something that is uniquely, you, you know, created by you. <laughs> Whether or not there's lots of similarities, I'm sure there will be. Yeah. But, you know, if you don't act, then it'll ne- it won't be, it'll be nothing. <laughs> it sounds a bit stupid, but. Mm. No, I mean, I love this. Um, So let me let me now uh, turn that question back to you so I don't have to answer it first. But after all these episodes, Spencer, um, you know, what does it take to create something that never existed before? Like, is that would you say that that's kind of your answer, that that's your takeaway from these episodes? Um, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I think we've already mentioned it. Curiosity. um, Yeah. And grit. (laughs) <laughs> and 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 some level of mm. you know focus uh of of then deciding what you're going to go away and do um each each guest has that in them um so i think creating something from nothing we've already kind of covered off some of that ingredients um yeah. challenging the status quo are we ready to move to the challenge in the status quo yeah let's do it I, I mean, think um yeah challenging this yeah go ahead no yeah. i mean i think the grit the grit one comes to first mind first right you've got the foundation of 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 really pulling together from your resources and being curious and exploring that's obviously the foundation but actually challenging the status quo is i think about you know a nice linkage to, to <laughs> being able to actually be bold enough with what you found and what your purpose and what your gut is telling you and what your purpose is really driving you towards to actually go and challenge something, something completely different. I mean, which guests stick out to you that talked about status quo or status quo, as they say? Yeah. Um, I think it's an, it's an interesting, it's an interesting one because they're, I, I would, I would, you mentioned it, I think in, in what you just said is I think the, anything, any one of these episodes that talk a lot about, um, talk a lot about purpose and talk a lot about vision, you know, I think, I think is, is key because I think you have to believe in something so deeply enough to go against the grain, you know, across all the, all the various times that you're going to question yourself um and and you're going to question every decision that you're making like if you're doing the right thing or not you know and and the more the more you can identify and 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 clearly describe and and uh, or even just understand whatever that purpose is or your purpose is for that moment the essential thing uh your vision you know like from Greg McEwen to to even Brent Alvord right like we heard from Brent a lot talk about the vision of what Mighty Labs could be, you know, and and how he's mm. he's a step in that direction right now, but he he's got a he's got a long term vision that that even goes back to, you know, him being him calling himself a, a you know self proclaimed purpose nerd, right? Like it's so interesting that, that that one even went back to that. It's like if you're gonna challenge, you know, the status quo, conventional conventional understanding or belief, I think uh, whatever it is that you're challenging it with, you have to believe in pretty strongly so yeah yeah and pick pick yeah. pick carefully which way you play in that space you know i think there's, yeah obviously you challenge status quo all the time in your day-to-day life you can choose to challenge things but the the the, the bigger well the, the the guests were really being able to challenge things that are you know matt challenging the entire industry of pathology <laughs> 
uh, that's a big deal. And, and of course, there'll be a lot of things along the way to challenge that, he, sure. has, that, he, that he had to challenge and overcome. But yeah, if you, as long as you've got that underlining purpose and, and, and vision, I think vision uh, for where it, where it can definitely go, then you'll, you know, that's the ingredients, I think, to then who, who else stuck out around that? Um, just trying to think here. Well, there was there was this interesting there was this interesting thing about um, we haven't talked about him yet, but the, Mohan, right? Mm -hmm. I think that there were some interesting, you know, the the way that he was approaching things was very interesting. Like he had run for uh, I can't I can't remember what the the position was, but he was he he ran in a political race. While he also had a nonprofit um, that provided gently used medical equipment um, mm. uh, to people who needed it, um, but it was interesting because even then it was like you can remember him going back and telling the story about when he was a kid. I, I, don't, I don't know if you remember that, but there was something that stood out strongly enough to him, you know, where his his he was walking with his parents. Um, I can't remember where it was, but. It, 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 I think, do you, I don't know if you remember where it hospital? was. It might've been in a hospital, um, but there was some, something about it that I don't know. I can't, I can't remember exactly, but I think he, there was, he described it as maybe not feeling completely comfortable. Like he didn't want to be there, you know, and it was his mom that reminded him. Um, I think this, I can't remember the exact lesson, but it was something that his mom said that for some, like you can see how that story um, about the influence of being in that moment and, and getting that lesson from his mother that stuck with him um, to the point where he's at now, right? Where he's running Project Embrace, you know, and it, um, kind of coming back around and, and, and helping people in need. I mean, it was very interesting. And that still continues on into, I would say, the political side of things. So you can kind of see threads of that, it seems like, in, in a lot of these different episodes, you know? Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. well, and, and I liked how he you know, kind of touches on the create, you know, creating something from nothing. He he acknowledged yeah. quite boldly that he, what he was doing wasn't completely new or fresh, um, but he's followed his instinct. He followed his gut, and 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 that's his purpose at the moment uh, of creating an organization that can help in their way. Um, yeah. That is a great segue, I think, into that last question of what does it take to change the world? Mm. You know, I mean, just just for the sake of even just getting the conversation started, because of, you know, I think what it made me think about with Mohan is, you know, maybe it's an, a thing that won't change the world. Right. Because there's countries outside of the United States that this necessarily doesn't even apply to. Um but it's 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 the level of impact and what that means to you, which is interesting. Like mm. he impacted maybe a single person, right? And 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 in in whatever small way or whatever big way, it was he made a difference in that person's life, I guess. Um, and so I don't know what does it take to change the world. <laughs> Obviously, these were big questions, and they were intended to be that way. Not easy to answer, but if there's, what would you say to that after these episodes? Yeah, I mean, I think um, it's going to sound a little bit odd, but <laughs> not odd, but, you know, it is listening to your, to, to your, 
to your inner kind of voice, right? Um, what is driving you? What do, what do you feel to do? There has to be a human connection. I think of Mariah and actually many guests who talked mm. about feeling like they needed to go and find, let's say, Sarah trying to find her family. Right? She didn't have to, but she felt like she did, you know, she needed to. Um, Matt didn't need the money, but he felt like he he could see a day when pathology was going to be very different across the world to help millions of people that can't afford it. Um, you know, but yeah. I mean, I'm going to, it's probably unfair to keep on mentioning people's names, but yeah, that's what I think of. Um, Gil had the feeling to just do more um, things that would be to do with his, you know, artistic uh, roots from from being a, a young child. Um, and I think was there anyone that didn't really talk about the, the the connection? I mean, even what Nate is talking about doing next um, has a connection to his own kids. You know, what are my kids? my kids and other people's kids going to do in a world where things are very expensive? You know, is there a way of me solving that problem um, for, for, for building homes or, or utilities or whatever it might be? So, so to me, I got from, I think everyone, um, that, that, that human connection, uh, listening mm -hmm. to what that is and, f and really following it, you know, even if it's from years ago, yeah, I love that. I, I think you're right. I think I am. I'm having a hard time thinking about any, about any of the guests that that we didn't touch on that with. So yeah, I love that. And I think what we can do now um, is there any last thoughts on season one before we start to bridge into closing this thing out? <laughs> well, look, I mean, I don't know if there's anything else on changing the world uh, other than we're on a mission. We're on a. We're on a we're on a journey to find that out. We haven't yet found it out completely or perfectly. Um, it's, it's, a, it's our vision, isn't it? Um, and, and each season will the get questions closer. are a larger. Yeah, yeah, exactly. In each season, we'll get closer to that. And so, uh, thanks for, be, you know, we want to thank our listeners for being a part of this journey. Um, uh, uh, yeah, I don't think there's much, much else to say, uh, other than that. So, yeah, I love that. And, you know, th I'll, let's just say, so yeah. Thank, oh, also, you know, also we congratulations. Still, we, we're, not, we're not done yet. Congratulations. Oh, there yeah. We go. Congratulations to you. Yeah. For getting through this, <laughs> getting through season one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Congratulations to you. I didn't know we were going to do this. Yeah. I, lo I love that. Um, no, yeah. It was, it was honestly, re uh, yeah, just a, just an enjoyable experience to do this uh, with you. And I think as as we start to close it out, we're still gonna we're, before we close out this specific episode. I think, you know, we're gonna we're gonna talk about you know hint at season two, mm -hmm. um, and talk about some things that you can expect before we get to season two. You know, um, but I think right now it's just been really cool to see just how many people uh, this has resonated with. It's been cool to get all of the comments and the and 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 people explaining why the episodes I think were an enjoyable listen, you know, and hearing about how people resonated with certain episodes and, and what about those episodes people resonated with? Like, we love to hear that stuff. And, and there's been a lot of, um, 
you know, there's been a lot of reviews on the podcast and, and we just, I don't know if we would have, could have expected, you know, the reception, not to say that we still have a lot of improvements, but I think we, we've got fuel, you know, from all that stuff that I think makes us want to keep going and keep having these conversations with really interesting people and, and hearing their stories. And, and yeah, it's mm. just been, mm. it's been pretty cool. Yeah. I like that. Um, all right. Well, let's talk about the let's talk about the the things that we have to do as we wrap up season season one. Um, well, so I'll just say exciting news, yeah. haven't we? we well, that, yeah. Well, you start. What then. What's, what's the exciting <laughs> news? Yeah, I know. <laughs> for, the, for those that have, are still listening <laughs> um, on this podcast episode wrap up. Um, well, yeah. One of our guests, um, and we're hoping that this will happen every season. Um, sharing mm -hmm. talents. We talked about Nate sharing his talent. Well, Gil, Gilbert Lee, uh, we have a, a, a t-shirt, uh, sorry, a design. He's an artist with fashion and, and, and painting. Uh, he has a design that he's done for season one. Um, is that right? Ooh, yeah. Yeah, whoa, awesome. yeah. 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 Um, and he's, it is I, right. And it's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> so what are we allowed to say about it? Or how do you, do we say what it is? Do we, maybe next week we, we post an image. I think. Can they win? Can people win one? Can yeah. they buy one? You tell us all about it. <laughs> we'll tease the overview is that there will be something available for people to, to get if they want, and it will probably be limited. Um, it will probably be done in the form of some sort of, you know, time-based drop. So if, if, you know, I would just say, stay tuned to all of our social media channels for when, when those things drop. Um, but yes, and potentially people will be able to, to win that as well. So details are still being finalized, I would say, but Gil is an incredible artist and he, you know, um, yeah, wanted to, put his mark, I think on our, on season one of the swell pod. And, and I think he's, he's doing that and it's going to be a really cool way to, to remember season one. And if anything, you know, it's, it's a trend that I think we want to see continue on. Right. And every, every episode or every season, we, we drop some form of memorabilia or, or something, you know, that, that yeah. can be available for everybody who, who, who is enjoying the podcast and we would call themselves a, a pleasantly rebellious person, I would say. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I I enjoyed how you said that, and yeah, it's going to be simple, just a simple, but um, simple design you're going to love. So, um, what else do we have? Do we talk about next season, or have we got other things to wrap up? Yeah, well, we so we did. I did this competition where it was like we were trying to get reviews. Mm -hmm. um, I think the reviews had to be in by I think it was May first, and I kept track of that stuff. By the way. Um, but the idea was, is that, um, for those that submitted reviews by May 1st, uh, what we would do is I would give three people, one of the pictures on my backdrop. Uh, and then, so that they'll, they will get that one of those three pictures. But then in addition to that, I'm going to work with basically all three of them to replace those three pictures with a, a choice of their own. So, um, we haven't officially selected who those three people will be. Um, but yeah, basically it could be anything, I guess, as far as what goes in that slot, but 
you know, um, it will be on a for picture of me. A majority, on. you know, some of the episodes for, for season two. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> like, I'm afraid that, yeah, we'll get, we'll get somebody who, who sends me a picture of your face or, or my wife sends me a picture of my cat or I don't know. We haven't picked the people yet, but I think uh, we'll get some, we'll get something funny on my backdrop and it'll show up in our podcast and it'll show up in our meetings, you know, nice. work and all that good stuff. But yeah. Um, Maybe so, we can try to work out a work out something to maybe I don't know combine those two those two contests in a way maybe throw something their way but we'll see we'll we'll, yeah. we'll think about that. Good stuff. Um, so season two, we got to probably wrap this up quick. So do we have maybe we have another episode later when we talk about maybe a little bit more detail uh, possibly? But um, w- what do we talk about? Um, what are we allowed to say? Let's just get, yeah, I think, you know, we can just get people excited. We won't talk about specific names. I think a big announcement is there will be a season two. <laughs> you know, we, we're not we're not quitting right now. Um, but we're super excited about some of these guests. Um, we have some people who continue on with the trend of some of the questions that we're, that we're, that we're wondering about. Um, we've broadened you know, like a lot of our, I think a lot of our guests came from the Utah area, but interestingly enough, we've, we've broadened our guest list a little bit, which has been really interesting. And we've got mm-hmm. some people who have their, had their moments of virality, I would say for some really interesting swelling ideas and swelling movements. So other than that, yeah, I think people will have to stay tuned, um, to see who those guests are. I don't know. It's very exciting though. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we've got to, just had some great, great, great people coming up. I don't know. I'd, I'd like to say more, but um, <laughs> we haven't really said if you, anything. If you want, if you want, if you, <laughs> if if you want to tease somebody, you can tease somebody. Yeah, let's do it. Te- one person you can tease. Hmm. Well, do you want to tease? Yeah, I don't know. Well, I don't know. Uh, I know we've got someone pretty special when it re- in regards to um, kind of fighting the cause for for uh, I, I, you know identity and gender and all all those areas. Uh, <laughs> this, is, this is going badly. Um, <laughs> it's going really all badly. Right. Um, we, we don't want. But, but, you know, something to do with sports. We've got someone. We've never had anyone in regards to sports. Mm-hmm. Uh, or maybe even the NBA, uh, which is going to be really exciting. Um, even those outside yeah, of America know what the NBA is. So, <clears throat> is <there> any, <laughs> and then we've got people from, uh, in, uh, we've got a guest from India, um, doctor mm-hmm. from India that's uh, awesome. But yeah, I don't know. Um, <laughs> this is really Some people bad. that are read. I, no, I, I like I like the way that you took it. Right, I like the you you hinted at you know the NBA. You hinted at um gender and roles, I guess, uh, and breaking those those breaking those uh, those walls down. You know that was inter- that I think that's a good way of hinting at some of the guests. I think even then, you know, you can you can even go to some of the other guests as well, like um. I would say, dis, you know, disrupting disrupting startups through design in a weird kind of way, I think, or the way that 
you know, companies kind of build themselves and build their products. And I don't know, it's very interesting in the design space. Um, but yeah, how, so how we, about, we're continuing on. How about yeah. like the world's most luxurious Oh, experience goodies. for a car. Like, yes. like what, what does the future of the most luxurious car on earth look like in five years time? Like that's mm. going to be a great conversation. Um, but yeah, that's all I can think of at the moment. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's a Friday, yeah. it's a Friday afternoon. I'm ready, <laughs> ready to pack up. How long all has right, this episode right, been? Right. Did we say it was going to be half an hour? <laughs> it'll be about an hour probably but good stuff i mean yeah we're excited for season two we're just going to continue on because we, we 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 love doing this we love having these conversations and um thank you everybody for you know joining us on this crazy journey you know and who knows where it's going to go who knows what we're gonna who we're gonna talk to what we're gonna learn um but yeah it, it's still fascinating to to me. And I don't know, Spencer, any last thoughts before we close this out? Um, no, I don't think so. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, yeah, thank you guys. Uh, everybody who's listened, everybody who's joined us on the journey, Spencer, it's been, uh, it's been really fun, stressful, uh, just different emotions all the way through the process. But I think, yeah, it was just uh, probably wouldn't want to do it with anybody else so there's the little heart jerk moment right there and yeah yeah thanks, thanks josh all right peace thanks for hanging out with us we hope you enjoyed today's episode of the swell podcast be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast sign up to our newsletter at theswellpod.com and get in on the conversation through all major socials at the swell pod we'll see you next time